All right. Wow. So I could talk about anything. Okay. Let's talk about 1099s and filing taxes. Just kidding. All right. Um, so I couldn't get my computer to work good. So I'm going to be on my phone. Am I coming through? Okay. Cool. Um, hello, fellowship. My name is Austin and I am a happily recovering alcoholic. Um, I am from California. This is where I'm coming from now. I currently live up in the Sacramento County and I'm originally from Santa Barbara. Um, my sobriety date is November 14th, 2020. So I have a little over a year now and it's been one hell of a year. Um, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things, but thanks to the fellowship, I was really able to overcome the bad things and I get to see it. Um, I, I now view bad things in a more positive light, you know, um, just because I have the power of sobriety with me this time. So <clears throat> I guess I'll just kind of like stick to um, how, how, like, you know, the typical uh, talk, like, you know, what, what it's like, how it was and how I am now. Um, Let's see, I am 35 years old. I started drinking um, and using drugs when I was around 15, 16 years old. I come from um, pretty good family life. I wasn't um, beaten or yelled at or anything. I was, I was told it's like, you know, hey, the world is your oyster kind of deal, you know? And um, my childhood was good. Yeah, so my childhood was good and it was good until a certain point. And that's when um, I was going into uh, high school. So when, <clears throat> when I graduated from junior high, like 90% of everyone in, in that junior high goes to a certain high school, which is just down the street. And my parents told me that I wasn't gonna go there. I was gonna go to a different high school in another town because they felt that since I had like attention problems in class that being sitting in a classroom for 90 minutes at this high school wasn't going to be good for me. So they sent me to another one and that was really hard. You know, starting high school is something crazy for a lot of everybody here. I'm sure that had went through high school, you know, raising hormones, not knowing what to do, trying to learn about yourself, things like that. And I had no friends going into it, at least not at school. I had friends back at in my other town, but I had no friends at school. Easiest group of uh, so-called friends to fall in uh, group with was um, the ones that were, you know, smoking cigarettes behind uh, the football field under the bleachers, that kind of thing, you know? And just one thing led to another. Um, I just wanted to belong. I'd never felt comfortable with myself, especially during that time. Um, and the only way to really cope with it was trying these things that these other other kids were putting in my face you know I, I remember when I had my first cigarette I almost fell down on my ass and everyone was like laughing at me and I thought they were laughing with me kind of deal you know looking back at it and but that lightheadedness that I felt I was out of my body I didn't care about anything else and I liked that and I just wanted to try a little bit more and more of that um which then led to me, you know, trying try marijuana. But um, one of the things that was easy for me that also made me look cool was drinking because for some reason I could just take it straight, really no chasers. And like one time I remember being at a friend's house that um, I basically took a big goblet and 
poured a little bit of everything from the dad's liquor cabinet so they wouldn't find out, you know, how they how they do it. And uh, just drank the whole thing down and just was completely blasted. But I felt really good. And as the years go by, it just didn't work the same anymore. And I had to keep uh, consuming more as much as I could. And um, <clears throat> things got a lot more worse for me when I um, graduated high school because I didn't have really good grades to go to college for my parents to, to warrant my parents to help pay for it. They said, hey, if you go to college, you know, you pay for your first semester, you do good, we'll help you out there. But I just didn't have the drive for it. I felt alone because everybody I knew picked up and left and went off to college. And I just started working part-time, which then eventually turned into full-time, which then eventually led to me just living for the weekend. Um, that's when I started trying harder drugs. And I, I just kept feeling worse and worse and worse and worse about myself. Um, and the only thing that would make me feel better was like, you know, self-medicating. Um, eventually got to the point where I was caught uh, taking money out of the out of the cash register and I was let go. And that's when I decided to pull my first geo. I decided that, you know, I needed to do something big. I needed to do something that would shock myself and shock the others around me. And um, I decided to join the military. Um, I joined... The, the Navy in 2010. And then I was off to boot camp and I was out of town. So I thought I was running away from my problems. I was just going to a new place with the same problems. Um, and the unique thing about being in, in the military is that you're never in one place for uh, that long of a time. So the way that the cycle went for me was I would show up to a new duty station, things would be going good. I'd be making uh, a couple of uh, friends and acquaintances. I'd be looking good to my superiors. Then there'd be one night where I had too much to drink because what a perfect uh, environment for an alcoholic to hide in uh, the Navy because you know they have the slogan, drink like a sailor. It's just part, it's part of the job is what it was. Um, and I would just kind of make a fool of myself. And there was a lot of embarrassment that came with that. And I'll get to my next duty station. I'll be like, it's not going to happen like how it did last time, you know? And sure enough, about a year, two years into it, same thing would happen. I, I started becoming more of a recluse, you know? I, can, I, I, I don't even know how I was able to meet a woman and get married. I, I, I met my wife when I was in the Navy. Um, I actually went to junior high school with her. And uh, she was the first girl I ever uh, danced with, which I thought was kind of like a fun little uh, way to uh, connect and meet up. It's just funny how the internet can throw you together, you know? And during our marriage, I, I came to like, you know, idolize her in a way that, that she was, um, was, that she was too good for me, that I wasn't good enough for her. And the way that my relationships would be, um, with the little girlfriends that I had on and off in the years up until uh, getting married was that I would always find a way to sabotage it because I always just never thought saw myself as a worthy person because I was always sad and depressed and the, the drinking and using drugs wasn't helping that. So there would be a couple, couple of times where I would be uh, intoxicated and we would have a little nothing fight and I would just decide like, you know what, that's it, flip the desk. I'm not worth it. And I would just go and I would start um, 
flirting with other girls, which is really, really bad looking back at it. All, and I, I just didn't care in the moment. All I wanted to do was just to hurt myself, hurt the marriage, and basically have her leave me because I, I really, there was no other way that I could really see it happening. I just didn't feel like I deserved anything. Um, and after these bouts, we would talk, we would make up. I would say that I wouldn't drink anymore, things like that. And the cycle, you know, it always kept continuing. Um, fast forward a couple of years, I had a kid. I have a, I have a four-year-old girl now. And um, when she was born, it put a big um, stress dynamic within um, my immediate family and uh, my family and her family. Um, I was deployed out at sea. I didn't even get to see my daughter until she was three months old. Apparently, while I was gone, there was a lot of drama between all the families, like, you know, almost in a way like, you know, fighting who gets to uh, see the kid when, you know, um, who, who gets to be there during the birth. And, you know, I'm overseas, so I didn't have a chance to say much of anything. From that, um, I started uh, brooding a big resentment um, towards my wife and her family. Um, keep in mind, her family is actually in the program too. Her father and her stepmother are um, in the fellowship as well. And I, you know, I, I just couldn't see it at the time with you know, my character defects, seeing how their character defects were, things like that. Um, so it it just became another another nail in my coffin of unhappiness. I just all I could think about was my next opportunity to sneak a drink in because of all the times that I would be hurting my wife saying that I wouldn't do it anymore. I would just find ways to sneak a drink in and eventually got to one point where it, it got me in trouble pretty good with work, uh, being, being in the Navy. And that's what I wanted when I was, uh, when I was drunk, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't feel like I deserved anything that I had. I didn't feel like I deserved my family didn't feel like I deserved much of a life, the house that I own, the cars that I have, the, like, you know, all the, all the material objects. Like, I just, I just didn't feel like I deserved it. I just wanted to throw it all away. And that's when I really finally hit my rock bottom because I always had, you know, a fallback, which was my job. I would always just bury myself in my job and that wasn't going to be happening anymore. I really contemplated uh, finding a way to, uh, to kill myself in a way that it would look like it was an accident. So that way my family would get life insurance out of it. And like, I really expected my wife to leave me, but she didn't. And she told me, this is your last chance. You have to get into a program. You have to be active. And that's what I decided to do. That's what, um, got me into AA. I started, uh, my journey via zoom. And it was something else, um, finding that, that low point, but also having um, the humility to uh, say that, accept the fact that I do, that I do have a problem. And even though um, with getting in trouble with uh, work, uh, I asked uh, to be referred to the drug alcohol program that they have in the military and my command um, allowed me to go to that. So they paid for me to go to uh, rehab. I went to an inpatient clinic in, um, what was it, in Berkeley for about 30 days. 
Um, on top of that, too, they allowed me to stay in uh, long enough for the birth of my second um, baby, my son. And which is nice because when you're um, on active duty, a lot of your uh, medical bills are, are covered. And I was allowed to leave the Navy with, a, with an honorable discharge. So I was able to keep my benefits, um, able to keep a roof over my head. Now, now what I'm doing is that I'm, I'm finding a new way to enjoy life. I'm fine. I have found a new way to deal with stressors. I have learned not to bottle up my emotions, to speak what's troubling me, to be more uh, communicative with my wife. And with that openness, a lot more ease and joy has come to my life and is quite wonderful. I know that's really dark in the background here, but I'm actually building an office in my backyard because, well, the house got a little bit smaller. But um, yeah, building an office in my backyard, I'm doing things that I never really thought I would do. I'm finding out that I'm pretty good with my hands. Now I'm enrolled going to college, uh, pursuing a degree in uh, computer networking, information technology, trying to get into cybersecurity because uh, from what I hear, it's a big field. And um, my job in the Navy was pretty close in line with that. I worked on computers, radars, and I got to fire a cannon, which was pretty cool. You know, when you think about Navy, you think about guns and big stuff. That's what I did. It was a lot of fun. Blew up water. Never was in any kind of crazy conflict or anything like that, luckily, you know. Um, so that's, that's what I'm doing now. And yeah, that's why it's all dark in here because uh, my son, I'm sleep training him. He's in our old office, my, my old office. So I can't be in there right now. Um, so yeah, like, you know, that's kind of like my whole stint. That's kind of like, uh, my, my whole little story right there. And, I'm, but I just, it's, it's just funny. Cause like I hear it a lot and I say it to myself too. Um, it's like when, when I first came to the room, I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? You know? And it's, it's, it's wonderful, but it's also very bittersweet, the thing too, you know, I'm just like, man, if I got here before I hit that real rock bottom, like what would have happened, you know? Well, I know that if I did, before I hit that rock bottom, I would still be in the Navy, but I would be rotating it back out to uh, the fleet. I'm on shore. I was on shore duty, which meant that uh, I, st I got to stay home as opposed to being attached to a ship. And you know, from my time being in, seeing how difficult it could be to raise a family while one of the family members is on active duty, constantly coming in and out of their lives really is, uh, can be a struggle to the mental development of those kids. And it would be pretty hard, like thinking about it, like, you know, for my girl being five years old and dad coming in and going, and then also trying to make a relationship with uh, my newborn, like it would just been a crazy, been crazy hard. And then on top of that too, it's like, if I didn't get, if I didn't get caught, if I didn't hit that rock bottom, I would still be on the same unhappy boat that I was on. And now I'm on my own boat. I'm following the course of one foot in front of the other, doing the next right thing. And it's, it's taking me to really good places. And that's, it's, it's brought me here to this room and I'm very, very happy to be here. And it's, it's definitely some great stuff. And, and that's all, that's all I got to say. I, um, <laughs> much of my preparation kind of went out the window with like, you know, just a lot of sleep deprivation over you know, the last two weeks. <laughs> that's something for sure.
but yeah, no, that that's what I got. Thank you so much.